Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Wednesday. It is Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023. And of course, as always, your host, Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, in Chop Studios right here. Wow, he's really getting it. You're in it. You're in it. Let's do it. It's a big uh, day for me, man. I feel like Rogers is getting traded today. We got a lot of things to talk about today, boys and girls. Um, the mojo market is on fire right now, literally in flames, uh, because you, you just a lot of stuff happened yesterday in the NFL. We're going to start in the NFL today uh, because there's no reason to delay it any further. A lot of things happened at the deadline yesterday. The deadline was 4 o'clock. Um, uh, there was moves made at 358, 359. There was then reports at, sent out at 430, 440, 450, 530. I'll get into all those reports. But was it a Joe Mixon report? Oh, let's not get into Joe Mixon. I don't know what the hell's going on with Joe Mixon right now. I mean, you I talk don't. about a cap casualty that I talked about on this show. I said that there's a possibility that Joe Mixon is shipped out. And now with all this? Yeah, but I don't. from what I'm hearing is that Joe Mixon did almost nothing wrong. He was, he was just there? No, One of those he like, shot a kid. But it was like the Nerf guns that they were shooting outside his house sounded like real guns. And he was like, thought he was being home invaded. So he shot a kid. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, in any event, <laughs> some people did make money uh, as opposed to that now, news. Don't clip that one. No, I will not clip that one. Because I'm not one, even but... <laughs> positive about the, the details. This is what I've heard. All right. So the biggest story of yesterday, I think, I mean, there's th three stories that we're going to cover today uh, that are very, very, very uh, juicy, and we start with Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson yesterday was given the franchise tag that we all kind of knew was going to happen, Chris. But the biggest thing about this is that he got the non-exclusive tag, meaning the door is wide open for teams to give up two first-round picks and pay this man what he wants. The reason why I said before that there was a story at 358, 430, uh, 440... It was there's teams that are bowing out publicly bowing out on Lamar Jackson. Have you ever seen that before in your life? Um, ever? Like this? this yeah. This yeah, is not, not, to not, me. It's not, unprecedented. I've never seen anything like it. Like I haven't seen it come in the way it did in succession. But we've never seen a quarterback of this caliber get put in this position. We saw Devontae get it last year, and it, we saw what ended up happening because of that. Mm. Um, actually, the Devontae situation is a little bit different. They didn't do. They didn't use the. the no, they just straight trade. They just straight. Yeah. Tagged them, tagged and them then and tried them. to work it out, and it didn't. But then they right. almost used the compensation that went along with that as the compensation. So sure. when you get tagged, you could expect two firsts. With this one, with this non-exclusive tag. Even in an, either way, because if like you tag a player, then you end up trading them, you're probably going to get two ones for that player. Unless the, it, the, if it's a quarterback or receiver. Because the Ravens did it this way, they do have the option to still trade him. You know, They could still trade him for less compensation, but now with this exclusive tag... If nobody's willing to give up two firsts for Lamar Jackson, um, then you, you can give up two seconds or two thirds or whatever. Be, I think people would be willing to give up two firsts. That's what I, that right away I said, oh, well, then this opens the door for Atlanta, for Washington, for Carolina, for teams that need a quarterback. But all of a sudden, these public reports, we're not in. Does we're Carolina, not. The Falcons but, but, Twitter account but retweeted something. If I, have a if I have a high pick, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I'm not trading. But if I'm, if I'm a team that's like the commanders, and I'm middling in the middle of the road, right. then I would consider it because at the end of it all, Lamar Jackson's going to sell tickets. Now, I understand things like if you have an opportunity to get a younger quarterback, that's where you're going to go here. 
But do the Falcons have... He's 26. Do the Falcons have... You have to understand, too, what goes into this. Lamar's not making this easy. So No, but he wants guaranteed money, so you're going to have to guarantee that money. That's what I'm saying. So you're, you're, it's, it's not that keep, people wouldn't be willing to give up two ones if there was a, a, a deal for a quarterback on the back end of a deal, or they didn't have to give him all that contract. You know, it's a, the, the stakes become a little bit higher if you're the commanders and you're like, okay, we've got to give up two ones and pay him $50 million guaranteed a year. Sam Howell, how are you doing? If, if you're the commanders... Or you're the Falcons, or you're the the Panthers. You guys have swung and missed a lot lately. After Matt Ryan departed from Atlanta, but look, bro, you, you went out and got a stopgap. You drafted Ritter, and what? Why were you even rumored? Or is this them telling and, Ritter, "Hey, you're the guy. You're the guy." So like, don't worry missed, about it. Swung and missed. When we're talking about the Panthers and the Falcons specifically, I would say the Commanders have been more quarterback hungry for a longer time. Like Cam did win an MVP, Matt Ryan did win an MVP. Sure, recently, fine, fairly recently. So it wasn't like these aren't these aren't the Browns, the Jets, where they're like starving for a good quarterback for the better part of two or three decades. So, so we'll get into Aaron Rodgers in a minute. But my next guess would be for Lamar Jackson, if all these teams are coming out public saying no, 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 no. My guess is that Woody Johnson of the Jets, if there is nothing struck with Aaron Rodgers, we'll get into Rodgers in a second. Lamar goes to the Lamar Jets. goes to the Jets because they're the ones already willing to pony up to get Aaron Rodgers. Meaning, like I don't know what the compensation is going to be. It's going to be less, obviously, than two first round picks for Aaron Rodgers. But the compensation is what I'm talking about. Would Woody Johnson be willing to give Lamar Jackson? All that guaranteed money. I want to tell you right now. I want to say it publicly, and I hope you guys register this. The man who ruined all of this is Deshaun Watson. Just when you thought Deshaun Watson no, couldn't no. do any more wrong to the world, no, no, no. he screwed up do the quarterback who, market you know with this guaranteed garbage. Do you know garbage. who ruined it? The GM of the Browns, because it has zero. Correct. He Him was, too. He, was, he, had already, he had already ruled out the Browns. Deshaun Watson said, I'm not going to Cleveland. Mm-mm. Right? It was New Orleans. I know. Right? I remember. And then the final hour... Uh, the Browns came and said, hold on, we're desperate. We're going to give you everything. Yeah. So we didn't, look, ruined it. I wouldn't ruined say it because that. now, look, now Lamar thinks he's in this mindset where he's like, wait a minute, I want an MVP. Look, I led the Ravens Lamar, to a playoff berth. I don't, I've done I all don't, this know, I don't know that Lamar wouldn't be in that mindset anyway. You know, if you're looking at the rest of the dollar amounts for guys like Kyler, guys like even Rodgers, it was just when you sign these deals, Russ, if you're the premier guy, or you won an MVP, you know, Deshaun Watson, I, like I said, he wasn't even asking for that. He signed the deal because he was, they were like, well, like, now, so that, I'll go there, I'll go wherever you want, I'll that's go straight to hell. Deshaun for Watson, right, Deshaun, well, he should anyway. Deshaun Watson and, and the GM of the Browns, right, they screwed this all up because I don't know if Lamar Jackson would have that in his brain saying, like, Let's just say Deshaun Watson doesn't happen, right? Hypothetically, Deshaun Watson's contract never existed. He just gets the normal five-year deal for X amount of dollars, right? And certain amount guaranteed. I don't know. Lamar Jackson, first of all, doesn't have an agent. Him and his mom and his lawyer and all this stuff, those guys are trying to work out these terms. That thought would have never crossed his mind. Like, hey, mom, do you think I can get, like, all of the money guaranteed. Like, I don't think that crosses a 26-year-old's mind. I think he's just like, I think give does. me all the money I can get. Give me as much guarantee as you possibly can. But because Deshaun Watson did but, this, but man, really, it screwed everything up. Look, look, Deshaun Watson, again, Dave, did not do it 
He signed a contract that was offered to him. It wasn't like, I, I need all my money guaranteed. He was agreeing to a deal with somebody else for lesser. What if, the Browns, what if, what if that was part of the negotiation? What if all of a sudden the Browns well, are like, we'll give you all so, this. I'm like, all so, right, give me so, all that, but so, I want it all guaranteed. So my question for you now is Nobody this. knows who's at fault. What, messed it up for everybody. He me- it seems like to me he messed it up for the Ravens and the general managers. Now, realistically speaking, just don't, don't play ball. You want to trade Lamar. If you don't want to pay him what he wants and someone else will, then you deal with it. But here's, here's what I would do if I was the Ravens. I would say, okay, um, we give you permission to seek a trade. Go find a contract. And then, then Lamar goes to the rest of the teams, and they're like, well, we're not giving you that much money. So, you well, know, that's then, what this non-exclusive tag is. If somebody's willing to give them money, the Ravens have the opportunity well, to match it. That's what I'm saying. They have the opportunity to match it or take the compensation. Right? First two first but, round picks. But, but, but what I think that this is doing is Lamar is going to get an opportunity to talk to other teams. And he's going to fight. And he's going to, yeah. If he signs, this tag happens, then he can. Because, like, how else are you going to work out a contract with him? You can't be like, oh, like, we're signing Lamar. He, he doesn't know it yet. You know what I mean? Like, you have <laughs> to negotiate yeah. with him. So now, now Nego- Lamar is now able to negotiate with other teams, and other teams are going to start to be like, do you we're think, not giving you a 50 million guarantee. Do you think? So then he goes back to the Ravens and he says, okay, here's the real value. Here, here's my question now with this piggybacking off the situation. Do you think, and I don't want to call it, I'm not about to be a conspiracy theorist here, but with all these teams that are coming out right now, up front, getting ahead of this within an hour of the transition tag, they're all like, nope, not doing it. Mm-mm. Is there any kind of collusion going on here with the NFL owners saying, we got to get out of this guaranteed money crap? Like this, what, what Deshaun Watson did with the GM of the Browns, like the rest of the owners are like, wait a minute, no, no. we can't get into this no, no, because no. look, if if the guaranteed money does get to Lamar, that means because if Herbert, no, no, Burrow, no, 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 all no, these guys no, there's no collusion, dollars. and I'll explain it why. I'll explain why. Because what if there was a team that wanted and needed a quarterback? They're going to be like, no, 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 we're we're playing for the home team here. We're not going to sign them. No, because it would take one guy. It would take one guy to be like, no, we want him. Collusion over. You know what I mean? Like you have to have 32 guys collectively. It's not going to work like that. You might have just a couple people that say, hey, don't you know? What are you going to do? Are you going to sign? Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, asking, but. If I tell you no. Atlanta calls up Carolina. I was like, dude, are you actually going to? like, no, are you? No, I'm not doing right, it. Yo, then, go, then, go call Houston. You call, tell them not call, or whoever. And then you call somebody else, and they're like, maybe. See, I, I think, maybe. That, you think every, that. You think that the Browns and the Steelers or the, you know, like they have, they always should. Pittsburgh, don't sign our guy. What do you mean? We're going to kill each other <laughs> twice on Sunday. No, no. I just I think, don't believe that one second. I think I, if the team I, wanted like that I said, I'm not calling it collusion. I'm calling it like. Are they trying to get out of this thing? And God forbid if that came out. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it would be catastrophic. It would but be, what I'm saying is. It, it would be as bad as it gets. But what I'm saying is Colluding this, against somebody's money like that? Wow. Dude, I understand. I, I wholeheartedly understand. But what I'm saying is what Deshaun Watson did and got, right? I don't think the rest of the NFL owners and GMs want that to become a trend. Because if Deshaun Watson gets it and then Lamar gets it We've somewhere else, about this all before, of a sudden. And here's what happens. They don't co- they don't have to collude. NFL owners are like, that was crazy. We're not doing that. You'll see, like, collectively, they come out publicly and say, like, oh, anonymous GM says this. And, and like, that's the collusion where it's like, yo, let's start putting out these stories to let people know, like, this isn't the, the, the norm. The general managers around the league get upset when teams do that. Yeah, right? of course. So they're not going to say, oh, guys, they messed this up. Now you have to have everyone involved, including them, collude to fix it. No, that's just there's bad people hired for certain organizations. I feel like the Bears have bad front office for years. I no, feel like no, the no. they're going to be taking over the North soon. So 
According, to, their, been according look, to their GM. Bro, look at what, go look up Lovey Smith's quote when he got hired by the Bears. <laughs> go look back at every single, the quarterback, when, you know, Mitch Trubisky. It's like, come on, give me a break. All I'm saying is this contract, now everybody knows the compensation it's going to take to get a Lamar Jackson. A lot of teams are out. Do I think the Jets do it? That all depends on this fella on your screen right now, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Now, the latest we've heard is that the Jets got on Woody's private jet, Flew on out to Cali Cali, and they sat down with Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Now, they didn't bring Aaron Rodgers back on the flight, right? They might still be there. I have no idea. But what I will say is the Jets are going the extra extra mile here, literally flying across the country to talk to this guy. What does that tell you about Aaron Rodgers? Does that tell you that he's told the Packers saying, I'm out? Does he tell the Packers saying, I'm coming back, but I think it's best if we part ways? Is the pa- Are the Packers coming out and saying, hey, Jets, go think, talk to him. See I if think, he can work something out because what's happening done. here is two things. Um, one, the decision was Aaron Rodgers mainly. But I think when they spoke after the season, hmm. you know, they put everything on the table, good, bad, or indifferent. Jordan Love exists. Aaron, you know the situation here. You understand the financials, right? The cap hits, things like that. Um, we would be willing to let you seek somewhere else. And they told him that, and he probably was like, that's the first time that he's probably heard that from the organization, right? We're willing to let you go play somewhere else if you want because of Jordan Love exists and the financials. And Aaron Rodgers says, okay, heard. I might retire. I'm, I might come back. But I really don't think that there was even a shred of this de- decision-making process in Aaron Rodgers' head that wasn't either Jets or Raiders or retired. I don't think the Packers were on the table for him even a shred, and I think that the organization knew that. And realistically, they played it perfectly, the organization did, because Derek Carr just signed. So Derek Carr signing ups the stakes for anybody that wants to get Rodgers from Green Bay because the suitor was, you know, for, for at least for the Jets in this particular case, it was Derek Carr or Rodgers. Mm. Derek Carr's gone. Now they become a little more desperate. I think the Packers are going to get almost all that cap eaten. They're going to get a lot of alleviation because gonna, now there's, there's – That's the leverage that they possess right now is that they can alleviate some of this hit that they're about to endure if a Rodgers were to depart, whether it be release, trade, retire, whatever. What I think happens now is that – It's like it's weird because like you heard publicly, when the Jets were in on Derek Carr, they were talking – they were talking him up, dude. They were like, "Oh, this guy's a Hall of Famer, you know? Like he's he's gonna he's gonna look great here." Like, so now that they missed out on Carr, which I believe that they there at least had to have been an offer on the table, and I think the the you know the the Saints came in and said, "Here's more, you take this," and and he was like, "Yep, I'm in." Um, but with Rodgers now, does Rodgers feel like he was second fiddle, or does or does Woody Johnson go out there and say, "Look, man, we lowballed the hell Rogers, out of Derek Carr Rogers because we wanted you." Wasn't even with us that week. He didn't probably even see it. That's true. He was in the dark. No, look, bro, again, these guys are grown-ups. This is a business. If you are in year 15, 17, and you're, like, offended by the way it works, there's something wrong with you. I'm a fan. I'm not offended by it. I get it. Like, I'm not like, oh, I can look at the contracts for the players going into the season and say, well, he's done after this year. He's done. There's going to be a decision there. He better restructure. or He's done. See how he plays. They all know what's going on, bro. It's like when you sign a four-year deal with a two years, with an out after two years, you basically signed a two-year deal when you see a four-year $160 million deal. That's not a four-year $160 million deal unless he plays all four years. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, it's interesting. I, I think the Jets should absolutely go all, all, all in. And by that, 
it's not, and I've said this already on this show in particular. I said that the compensation might not be as much as what we originally thought. The the overall compensation would be, hey, Green Bay, we'll give you a three and a five and a seven and a whatever plus. We'll take eighty percent of that contract off of your hands. I, I, I think, think that's going to be one or the other, or a combination of the two. I don't think that they're going to. I think they're going to get most of the money alleviated. I think that's what the Jets. But are I think do. that's what when it comes to compensation for this deal, I think the Packers are more focused on this. They don't really care rather, about getting yeah, a yeah, first yeah, yeah. or a second. I think it's just like, yo, they we do. know he's done. They do. Can you take if the money? If they could get it, they would. Of course. If, put it this way: Rodgers is out. The Packers' preference would be to alleviate that cap. That's the preference. Right. Um, so that's the stance they're going to take. So their compensation will be less. But I would rather get $50 million off our, you know. 100%. Like, I mean, you know, that, the, the draft is a crap pick that might not pan out. Like, right. You know, you might not pan out with free agents, but we know we could use the money on guys that have panned out. And in-house. Get in-house, your boys back. Yeah. yeah, of course. So interesting to see what the Jets do I'm not. I'm, I'm sad, but I'm not mad. I you know. It's like, I'll, and I'll root for Aaron Rodgers. On the Jets, for sure. The New York Football Giants verdict came out around 3.58 p.m., and uh, the contracts have been given out. And it's Daniel Jones, four years, $160 million. Um, He got his 40. Like, everybody, you you said it here on the show. I said you were nuts. I said there's no way Daniel Jones gets $40 million. Well, he asked for 45. Well, whatever the case may be. And they wanted 35, and... What happened? <laughs> right in the middle. What happened? Right in the middle. And and, and it's what a negotiation? I'm, it is negotiation. Um, on the mojo market, Daniel Jones with this new deal is up one point four five percent. So clearly, the the mojo market hasn't really taken this with yeah, with, with great gone, consideration. If he would have gone to a team that ha- maybe the Jets, right? If Daniel Jones was a Jet, he would have went up three percent because they have better weapons. Correct. So then now you build around them. Now with this contract being given out. Saquon Barkley receives the franchise tag, so he'll be making 11, 12, whatever the franchise tag is, uh, tag is for a running back. Did they make the right move here? Did they pay the right guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's a quarterback. Yeah. I heard a quote yesterday on one of the local uh, New York radio stations. I remember I said in the beginning of the season, it was like week one, I was like, Daniel Jones is going to get paid, and Saquon's going to get tagged, and Daniel Jones should give Saquon some of that money because <laughs> Saquon got him that contract. So funny. Yeah, I mean, it, it turned out to be true. And what I'm, what I was oh, gonna so like, I really did like, I know. exactly verbatim. I know that. we got to go look that up. Um, but my question is this, and this is off, not off the beaten path topic, but obviously Daniel Jones gets forty million dollars. We've seen what Derek Carr just got. We've seen the combination of everybody else who's about to get paid: the Burrows, the Herberts, all those guys. Those guys are gonna shatter numbers. Daniel Jones being forty million dollars. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one to say like, oh, he's not worth it's a that. Solid deal. He's not worth that. It's a because solid look deal. at the end of the day, and I've been saying this since the first Dak Prescott deal, which by the way he might restructure and extend within the next week. Um, what I'm saying is this: the market will dictate how much you have to pay the guy that you deal. want. It is a good deal. It's a solid deal because you after Kirk Cousins' money because after belongs, Herbert belongs. Burrow. Tua, whoever. I mean, maybe not Tua. I won't see about Tua. But, like, Lamar, when that happens, Deshaun just did it. Patrick Mahomes will get another extension after four or five years of his tenure. This deal is going to work out for the Giants exponentially. And, by the way, good job by the Giants and Joe Shane to 
get this down to, I believe, a $17 million cap hit for this year. So they are alleviating plenty of cap space. you got to pay and Saquon the entire actually, thing. I mean, we'll see how that plays out. But if it's only $17 million this well, year. Well, guess what the second year is. <laughs> He's getting $80-something million dollars in the first two years. So next year is going to be a little bit of a reality check for the Giants. But what they're trying to do right now is try to alleviate the cap so they can add a piece or two. Because as of right now, you know the, the ceiling for the Giants. No, this is a smart move. It's a good deal. The way, even the way you just explained it, they probably have some certain guys coming off the books next year. They could afford. Right. They could afford to right. to make that work for that one season. That's going to put all the cap in one year, right? It makes sense. The Giants yeah. made a, a, a good Saquon's move. And Saquon's going to get signed long term this week. Well, again, they alleviated that cap space that first hit. So maybe they alleviate it even more and say, "Hey, this was this was a deadline thing. We had to do it. We had to get this done. We but didn't want to let you walk." Want, they could get. They could probably save around six, seven million more in cap space this year by extending Saquon. Because, but what's the, the number for Saquon? That's the problem. But the number for Saquon, what, all these people what, that the, are the, the big number. Yeah, I mean, the like, big no, I'm talking about the uh, AP uh, average per year APV. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably like fifteen. APY, <laughs> fifteen for for Saquon Barkley, who last year had his first healthy season of his career. Fifteen, fourteen. You know, Aaron Jones got twelve. Two years ago, I know. think I think we're going to start seeing this. I know, I understand this. We're seeing it in the quarterback market. Zeke got 16 it's going to yeah. Well, that was half a decade ago. That was yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> so, and now look at us. Now we're paying for it. We don't know what the hell's going on. Giants we got are record pay Saquon. Hot. Whatever the deal is, it's going to alleviate cap space for this year even more so because again, it'll be front loaded or bonus heavy. Right now, as it stands, is it's a little over $10 million. That all goes against the cap. Yeah, absolutely. So they could alleviate it. We'll see what happens with Saquon Barkley, but I think the Giants are big winners here uh, yesterday. They got both their guys. They're trying to build. The foundation is there. My question was this. I heard this on New York radio yesterday. Do you think NFL quarterback is the most important position in sports total? Every sport across the board. See, this is only a conversation that could be had on a radio station because <laughs> you have like five hours of, of air time that you need right, to fill up. Right, right. Because is that too much? It's too broad. <laughs> it's too broad. Now, is it the most somebody important? Came back, somebody came back and said, nah, goalie in, in hockey. Ugh, hockey's. <laughs> See, that, knew that was going to happen. Right, Don't so, do it. <laughs> Don't you dare. So, the point that I'm trying to make is what's your favorite sport? Football. What's the hardest position? Quarterback slash cornerback. Quarterback. All right, quarterback. Right. So yeah, he might be the right. most important. Now, so it's like a matter of no, no, no. It's like if you're a hockey fan, mm -hmm. that doofus is like goalie, <laughs> right? Now, now we could be like, all right, soccer. There's also a goalie in yeah. soccer. They stand there and they maybe get like two balls kicked to them the entire <laughs> month, right? So important, dude. You're gonna piss a lot of soccer community off. I don't off. care. Look, I'm not, there's. They don't even have any soccer players on the most. Oh, yeah. We're good. I can't wait till next year. We're all sitting here like, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Today on the, on the MLS report, we're going to talk about why Ronaldo drops another percentage point. Uh, but anyway, so real quick before we get out of here, some NBA stuff. Um, yesterday, massive game massive out of AD. Uh, massive beef on first take yesterday, too. Did you see J.J. Reddick? <sighs> J.J. Reddick is a... Is a He's a gift. He's a gift to the to the media gods. Just, he really I just is. like the fact that he's not afraid to like. I'll get fired. He's also behind a camera, so I don't know if you're going up to per Kendrick Perkins. No, and you're no, like, no, no, no. Yo, I don't, <laughs> like, first of all, Kendrick Perkins is a goof stiff. <laughs> all right, JJ Reddick will probably beat his ass. Um, 
JJ Reddick's big guy. He is. You know he is. I, mean? I like. J- I love JJ. He looks small because he's standing. He's an NBA player. That's true. But he's an NBA. It's like six <laughs> four probably. <laughs> um, um, anyway. Yeah. On that, Anthony Davis, AD, has himself a, a night. You know, it's funny. I saw this number on the Mojo Market liquid props yesterday that his points and rebounds was set at 42.3. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a, you're looking for a double-double, right? You're looking for like, oh, I mean, if he, if he can get 20 here and then maybe, you know, I don't know, you got to score at least 35. My man scores 30 and he grabs 22 boards. <laughs> he smashed the crap out of it. And he gets a big win on Powell Gasol night, ladies and gentlemen. His number's retired. Hung up in the rafters next to Kobe Bryant's jersey. I think it's a great feel-good moment. A lot of people are like, yeah, Paul Gasol. And but Kobe Bryant was the one to say, when this is all over and his career's done, his name's gonna be hanging in the rafters next to mine. And sure enough, um, yeah. it is. I will say this. I don't think he belongs in the Lakers rafters, personally. But I mean, he won a championship me. or two over there. Put so. Jerry West up there. Jerry West isn't up there? As the G- Grizzlies oh. GM for trading Pagasol for a can of beans. <laughs> um, Luca falls short of his uh, his number. He was at 33.65. But the Mavs won, so that's what counts with the Mavs as, as far as that. I got to say, I, look, I've been talking a whole bunch of good about the New York Knicks. Nine-game winning streak. They're doing their role, and here comes quickly the, uh, Brunson. Blah, blah. They lose to the Hornets last night. They get blown out in the second half. Such a bad second half. R.J. Barrett led the team in scoring, also missed 10 of his last 11 shots. R.J., my guy, if you want this fan base to get behind you 100%, you cannot be putting up performances like that. I don't care you if you score 40 points. You cannot shoot in the fourth quarter. Yeah, please, just give it to somebody else. Quickly hit his number. He had a 2.3, uh, I believe. Uh, yeah, 2.8 on his three-pointers. He hits three, so he hits that on a liquid prop. But, dude... Excuse me. It's a very upsetting thing when you're rolling and you're talking all this good about the Knicks. Bronson sits out again, soreness in his foot. Um, but dude, it's the Hornets. They're a dumpster fire. Like you gotta well, win no, that game. What happens is you, you're, bro. It's a, one of those trap. You're games riding that high, you like man. Riding about. high. You, it's a little easier for you to notice trap games in the NFL because it's a little less. But the Knicks just came off of a brutal stretch, but against a bunch of Eastern Conference double OT, rivals, yeah, rivals, yeah. overtime, overtime, yeah. and all of a sudden you're like, all right, we got this. Brunson's out. Everyone's you know, first half. They're up by fifteen. They're like, we're gonna I let think. RJ Barrett shoot today. Yeah, no, big mistake. Don't do that again, Knicks. Please, for the love of God. Like, we, we got to keep the but momentum here. You got to keep the for momentum. The it's a tough spot for the Knicks. Tough spot indeed. So the Knicks drop. Um, but that's the uh, that that's the end of that. Anyway, do us a favor. Follow us right now on the social media, on TikTok, Instagram, and the Twitter machine at Mojo M O J O. Join the Discord. It is our daily conversation. Join that right now. You get to talk to everybody that's involved with Mojo, suggestions, application things, all the questions. But guess what? You can't do any of this without downloading the app right now. It's coming to you in a new state soon enough. We've already launched the NFL. We've already launched the NBA. MLB is around the corner. Mojo's growing. Grow with us. So for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. See you guys back here tomorrow. Anthony Volpe's batting 350. <laughs> 